G'day, everybody. It's time for the Proud Owen Redders NDCA podcast. Without any further ado, he's been quite busy the last uh, 24 hours. The great man's with us, Dan Proudman. Hello, Proudo. Hello, Dave. Happy New Year to you, mate. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's been, it's been a busy couple of days, but anyway, we're here now. Indeed. Uh, first of all, we're going to look at the ladder and the NDCA competition. The first thing we're going to do, and then we'll talk about the restructure draw and get into some games. Okay, so as uh, this ladder was updated this morning at uh, six minutes past four, so it is current. From 12 to one in 12 is Belmont on five and Toronto with them on five points. Cardiff Bullaroo in 10th on 12, then Walls End on 13, Waratah Mayfield on 18, Uni on the basis of their outright win just before Christmas are now on 19 points. Then it gets really, really tight and close. And in fact, uh, positions eight through three are only six points away from each other. Merriweather are sixth on 22. Hamwick's a fifth on 23. Stocko fourth on 24. Charlestown third on 24 by some significant quotient. Newcastle City undefeated on 29. And West's also undefeated on 30 points. So that's the latter. So it's West City, Charlestown, Stocko with Hamilton, Wick and Merriweather and Uni and Waratah hot on their heels, Dan. It's a really tight ladder, and there's going to be a lot of changes of points in the next few weeks, my friend. Absolutely, and I know we're going to talk about the draw shortly, Dave, but, um, you know, with the with the one-day games coming in, um, obviously it means more points on offer. I know there's not necessarily 10 points on offer, but there's six points every week now, not every fortnight. So there's going to yep. be a hell of a lot of movement in the next, you know, seven or eight weeks. Okay, so in, in reference to what Dan's alluding to, the following games, ladies and gentlemen, are all 90 over days and that games are over in one day. It's a little anomaly in the Newcastle Association rules, which we'll explain. So games on the 8th, 15th, 22nd and 29th of January are all one-day games, as are games on the 5th and the 12th. So six full games of games being over in a day, 90 overs in the day, 11 o'clock start, the last two rounds at this stage are two-day games, uh, back to the traditional two-day games there. Um, so, look, really interesting changes there, forced upon us by things happening in the world. And uh, we'll go into round seven now, which uh, is played tomorrow our time. Some great games, particularly the top three matches. Uh, you wonder whether it's just ended like this, but goodness me, there's some important games. First of all, Merriweather hosts West at Townsend. Hamilton Wickham hosts Stocko at Joe Passmore Oval. Charlestown hosts City at Cahaba. So by mine, that's the top six sides all play one another. Waratah Mayfield play Walls End. Cardiff Bullaroo play Toronto. And Belmont hosts Uni down at Pat Carl Oval. Dan, some fantastic fixtures. First of all, mate, let's have a look at Merriweather and West's. What a game this is. Um, Merriweather in some reasonable form. West's cruising along undefeated. Yeah. That's spot on. Yeah, Merriweather, reasonable form. Um, yeah, West are out of the park at the moment. I suppose we, if, if there's anything you can look at as a Merriweather point of view, we might have them in a good spot because they're probably thinking about the Tom Walker hopefully a little bit on Sunday. Yes. Um, but, yeah, they're, um, they're cruising. First game after Christmas too, after a couple of weeks off. So if, if you were going to pick a time when you were going to play them, I suppose this would be the time to play them. But, yeah, the Merriweather guys are going to have to be at their best, I would have thought. Um, and, yeah, those other two games, like you said, Hamwicks and Stocko and Charlestown City are, um, are absolute belters as well, which means that the Waratah, I think the Waratah Walls end game is crucial for both of those teams, um, knowing that three teams in front of them are all going to get beat unless it rains. 
um, you probably want to try to get the six points there to get yourself right back up in that mix of four. Otherwise, you, you might be just losing a little bit of touch. Oh, absolutely. And especially in Waratah's case, Waratah, absolutely. You know, um, that they, they must win. And they've been in reasonable form of late. Um, I would suggest that Wall's End will come back very hard in the second half of the season. But Hamwicks and Stockos is a terrific game of cricket. Uh, Charlestown and City is a great game of cricket. And, of course, Aidan Carl's got a Aiden Cahill's got a reasonable uh, excuse for not playing this week, Dan. Yes, hasn't he? What? He's going to be a busy boy, isn't he? Aiden Cahill, of course, playing for Australia at the Under Nineteen World Cup, and you heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. They're over in Guyana in Georgetown at the moment, um, our home city of people like Shivnarayan Chanderpaul and Clive Lloyd. They're both Guyanese, and uh, Aiden's over there at the moment, and the family, I believe, are heading over at some stage, if they're not already there. So all the best to Australia, of course, and particularly our man, Aiden Cahill. Charlestown and City is, is an interesting game. Look, they're all very interesting games, but those, you, you're right, that Walls, that Waratah game is, and Waratah and Walls in is absolutely pivotal for both of those sides. They don't want to lose touch. Um, as Dan has alluded to, there's a lot of points going to be an offer in the next few weeks, and you're going to see a lot of movement in, in these ladders, I would reckon. Um, it's going to be an interesting next few weeks, and interestingly, Wests have Hamwicks the week after and Stocko have Charlestown and um, Merriweather's got unis. So there's actually some very important games for these sides. And mm. if Merriweather can come out of that with at least one win, that you would think that they'd be uh, well positioned to make one of their traditional late runs, uh, Dan, at the finals. And in particular, Merriweather finish off two-day cricket with Hamwicks. Uh, sorry, they don't. I'll go down and get that draw right. They finish off with Cardiff Buller at home and then Charlestown away. So there's no reason why Merriweather have just got, they've just got to keep on going. And uh, you look, they're, they're, it's, they're up against it tomorrow. Um, and speaking, speaking of which, I know there's some cricketers, I'm not going to breach confidence, but there are some cricketers around Newcastle who won't be playing this week due to COVID. I hope everybody gets well quickly and, and that you look after yourself. But it's a very interesting competition there. I, I think... West are a standout at the moment, Dan, and this is, and it's also a very young and talented Newcastle City side, hot on their heels. Yeah, and and they're playing without fear. Um, yes, you know they did exceptionally well against Hamwicks. Three hundred and twenty obviously should have always been enough, but when they're three for two hundred and sixty or whatever it was, and Bruce Hamlin's going berserk, and I mean again they've shown character. They, they showed that yep. last year, and they're showing it this year. And they're playing without fear. I've just had a quick look here too. I'll tell you how important this Waratah game is now for them. The next three weeks, if, if they do happen to beat Wolves in, the next three weeks they've got is City at City, Stocko at Waratah and West at Harker. So oh. it's a, it's a, tomorrow's a massive day for Waratah if they're, if they're you know, looking at, um, at trying to make that fall. Um, it's a must win, really. Absolutely. Um, look, I, I think it's going to be some terrific cricket, particularly over the next month. It's going to be, and, and often this is the period where teams start to think about outright points. Well, they're not going to be pretty much an offer. It is theoretically, but just, just to let people know how it works, there are 90 overs of cricket played in the day. The team batting first can bat a maximum of 45 overs, but um, declarations are also allowed in the rules. So you're, you're playing with red cricket ball, white clothing, no fielding restrictions at all. So the rules are a little bit different. And if, people, if, if teams average four and a half, five and over instead of six to six and a half, as you would expect in white ball cricket, that gives some explanation because captains can have literally have nine men on the boundary. Yeah. Yeah, it's a um, completely different format to what we would have thought the one-day cricket is. Yes. Um, 
but um, yeah, so it does bring it does bring a few other things in play, and it also brings into play you know if you've got a very strong um, seamer or spinner who can bowl significant overs, then obviously with uh, with no restrictions, um, that could you know play as far as you know even picking sides. I suppose I mean, do you have to pick five bowlers now? You probably don't. Um, you know, um, if, if you're confident that you can get 45 overs out of four bowlers um, and even three with a yes. rounder, then, you know, do you actually fill it up top and um, and try to get as much as you can um, while you're batting? So, you know, we'll, we'll see what the, what, what the captains do in the next few weeks and how they actually work those rules around. The smart ones will, will work it to their advantage and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Exactly. As Dan alluded to earlier, uh, the Tom Locker Cup final is being played this Sunday. It's Western Charlestown at Harker Oval. Um, this one is a one-day game, a limited overs one-day game. Um, Charlestown have been very good of late. Uh, Michael Richardson and Daniel, Daniel Chillingworth have really stepped up this year, Dan. But they're running into a juggernaut in West. I think this could be a really interesting game of cricket, particularly if Charlestown can get early wickets. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's definitely not a uh, not a... Um, certainly for West, they're obviously firm favourites, but you know, we, we saw Charlestown before Christmas and um, they absolutely um, smacked our uh, Merriweather's backside. So, um, you know, when they perform, they, they're performing well. Uh, I noticed there was something on the Charlestown Facebook page a couple of days ago, I think it was 12 years ago, was the last time they won the Tom Walker Cup. And um, there's two left in that 11, Dave. I reckon Haney would be one of them, wouldn't he? Aaron Payne and Path Shah. And I think they're both key to this because they they both have an ability, and especially Payne in these big games, can have an ability to actually take wickets quickly. He's done it against Merriweather many times, and I know he can do it. And I know, you know, that wicket is fantastic over at Harker. Um, but, you know, he, he, could be, he could be a significant player in this. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, their batsmen are going to have to get a few runs. But... Um, you know, if a side could go through West, well, why can't it be Charleston? Exactly. And you're right. Paney gets... Uh, his record is quite superb for someone that really does bowl just medium pace. He's a very accurate and he's clever. That's the thing is with Paney. He's, he, he is actually quite intelligent cricketer. And, and he's, a uh, he's a competitor. So he seems to get yes. up in the games. He seems to get up against teams that he doesn't necessarily like too much. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying he doesn't like West, but what I'm saying is he is a competitor, very much so, and gets can get up for big games. So I'm actually tipping that he'll get three or four. Okay, very good. Now, um, the Bradman Cup is winding up today in the Lake Macquarie District with Newcastle playing Riverina today. Uh, Newcastle are currently uh, two and four in this competition. Newcastle made 180 this morning on 47.4 overs. And as we speak, uh, Riverina are one for not 60 off 13.4 chasing. And that leads me towards the Colts, Dan. The Colts are playing. Um, we all head up to Bathurst on Sunday and we've got five games in four days up there in Bathurst. The side captain by Belmont first grader Joey Gillard and coached by Jed Dixon. It's going to be a big ask up there. The Colts is a very big and competitive carnival. And honestly, anyone can win the Colts. It's, it's really that close. Should be some very good cricket, some very fine young cricketers. Belmont clubs provided a few. And uh, some really good young talent, Eli Smith from Newcastle City, who's just coming off a century recently um, for City, is, is in there. Uh, Finlay Thornton, who's really taken a set up for, for Toronto this year. 
uh, Jamie Larson, also from Toronto, a leg spinner. Uh, there's a whole stack of really, really good players in there. And I think it's going to be a, it's a, it's a good Newcastle side. Jed Dixon's an excellent coach, but it will be tough ask up there. But we wish our Newcastle lads and all the players well and good health, Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to them all. And I just, you know, I mean, I've been so impressed how Joey Gillard's, you know, matured into not just a, a good young cricketer, but a, just a champion young bloke too. Um, so I, I wish him and Jed and the rest of the, the crew well. Uh, like you said, it's going to be difficult to win, but they've got the cattle. Uh, absolutely. And we must mention the better holdings also playing. Uh, uh, Dan, Pat Holding going up there from Merida alongside his uh, clubmate, Zach Stanbridge. I know they're both very keen to get up there, but we must make mention of Pat. And uh, we hope that he d- distinguishes himself, uh, uh, unlike his elder brother, who did, uh, allegedly is going around town saying he's Merriweather's finest all-rounder. Yeah, I've sort of half promised Sam that I'd give him a bit, wouldn't give him too much of a hard time on this. He's... he's... He can be a little bit soft, our little Sam, or our big Sam. But um, look, I, I wouldn't say that he's spoken about that bomb he hit over, um, over long off a few weeks ago at Lynn Oval. He hasn't spoken about it much at all. In fact, I think the Merriweather Brawls have brought it up more than him. But um, he does smile when it's brought up, to be fair. Uh, has Houlihan been into him about it in particular? I'm assuming so. I would, I would assume that he hasn't missed him much at all. Talking about those guys, just very on a very quick note, um, the great Matthew Bench, who used to be a, uh, a Merriweather first grader and uh, the brother of Matthew, happened to be home at Christmas and there was a bit of a golf day at Merriweather and um, uh, Liam just happened to hit a hole in one on the 17th at Merriweather with uh, club coach Troy Goodwin in the cart with him. So Goody's never told a lie in his life. I would not have believed Bench if Goodwin wasn't there. Goody had a holy one at Merriweather. Oh, goodness me. There might have been a few beverages after that. COVID safe, of course. Yes. I'm I'm guessing there probably was during as well, David, but anyway. (laughs) Knowing that mob, absolutely. Dan, do you have anything else you'd like to discuss today, my friend? It's actually great to be getting back into cricket. And of course, Dan and I'll be looking at the country champs in a couple of weeks' time where Newcastle's going for back for for a three-peat and going to face some stiff competition, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks' time. Dan, anything else you wanted to, to mention tonight, my friend? Today, my friend? I'm the same as you. I'm looking forward to cricket being back on. Looking forward to seeing Wes uh, in person just to see how good they are and where they're yep. sitting. And um, we'll talk again next week, mate. Look forward to it. On behalf of Dan Proudman, this has been the... And David Redden, this has been the Proud Arn Redders NDCA podcast for the 7th of January. Everybody take care. Enjoy your cricket this weekend. Go Newcastle. Finish them off today at the Bradman Cup, boys. And, and go, good luck to the Colts up there in Bathurst during the week. On behalf of Prado, this is Redders. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>